Jesus journeyed to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. He stopped He stepped forward and touched the coffin. At this, the bearers halted, and he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, exclaiming, A great prophet has arisen in our midst, and God has visited his people. This report about him spread through the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Life is about change, and some things never change. Uh, for instance, coming into the church, Monsignor Ingham, I see a few changes. Um, we have, I think, the Last Supper over there of St. Cecilia, um, the Sacred Heart over the confessional, and I see the, the angels ascending. They were ascending, now they're descending. But they look like they're ascending, actually, on the Son of Man, which is a beautiful quote from Scripture. So um, we will see that, Jesus told one of the apostles. To see things, actually, the thing that's really changed is uh, we have a new priest, Father Michael Schutz, um, one of the sons of the parish. And we rejoice that God has changed him into a priest configured him to himself. On Friday, we had a holy hour where Bishop Burbage spoke about um, the healing of a blind man, Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus kept calling out to Jesus, uh, son of David, have pity on me. And then Jesus calls him over and says, what do you want me to do for you? And the bishop said, we have to answer that question. Um, And Bartimaeus says, I want to see. He says, receive your sight, basically. And he receives his sight. And the vision that we need, um, that the Lord to give us, is something that we see in the life of a priest. A priest has to help us focus on what is really important in life. We see all kinds of problems in the world. And we can focus on problems And Jesus says, in the world, you will have problems, and we can get discouraged. But he says, take comfort, I have overcome the world. And so our focus can be kind of negative. There's lots of stuff that are wrong. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his mercy endures forever. 
that the heart of Jesus never changes. And it's my hope that we will all see ourselves in the heart of Jesus. Now, if I read this, these words in the uh, apps here, in the sanctuary, the, uh, within your wounds, hide me, Lord. It's a beautiful thing to think about. In the wounds of Christ, even in his heart, we are there. That never changes. Even as sinners, Jesus doesn't cast us off. And that's what a priest has to remind us about the great love of God. Even St. John Vianney, the patron saint of parish priest, says basically that the priesthood is the love of the heart of Jesus. That Jesus loves us so much that he wants his priest to be his love of his heart in the world today. Beautiful thing. But for Michael, for all of us, Father Michael, first and foremost, you must see yourself as Jesus sees you, not to see what you have to do. It's really more important as a priest what you believe than what you do. Because all things are possible for those who have faith. So as Father Jeffrey preached in the 9 o'clock Mass about the importance of prayer, even the Pope says the first duty of the Pope is to pray, to immerse ourselves into the intimate personal love of God for each and every one of us. It's personal, it's intimate. Jesus loves us at our worst. And the priest is there to remind us, especially in the confessional, that there's nothing that can separate us, as St. Paul would say, the, the love of Christ. Nothing. The priest is given to us to remind us and to actually celebrate a sacrament so we can experience that love in a, in a beautiful way. When St. John Vianney was being sent to ours in France, he went to a parish of 60 families. There were 230 souls. He was warned by his bishop that he would find religious practice in a very sorry state there. And the bishop said, there is little love of God, but in that parish, you will be the one to put it there, to put the love of God there in the parish. To look beyond what people do and to look at how Jesus looks at them and loves them. To look beyond your own weaknesses. We all have weaknesses. And St. Paul reminds us about that in the second reading today, about how he was a persecutor of the early church. How he thought he was doing something. He was seeing what had to be done, but Jesus opened his eyes to the greatness of mercy towards him became the apostle of the Gentiles. The world needs today the love of the heart of Jesus. The world needs priests. A priest can change the world and change the lives of other people. We're not there as priests to affirm ourselves by your love for us. I know all of you love Father Michael and me and and all of us here. We're here as priests to confirm you in the mercy of God. Jesus would leave, that says he would, what shepherd would not leave the 99 in search of the one? And the priest is there to do that. Yesterday at the ordination of Father Michael, he received many gifts. Just a few to mention. He became a father. He received fatherhood. He will have many spiritual children.
He will instruct them, guide them. He will celebrate the sacraments, heal them, forgive them, feed them with the body and blood of the Lord. He has the power of Jesus given to him by his ordination to convert bread and water into the body and blood of Christ. Bread and wine, excuse me, into the body and blood of Christ. To forgive sins, to celebrate marriages and weddings, and and to celebrate basically the life of God in the world. But what has Jesus given mostly to Father Michael? He has given his very heart so that he can see and live with the heart of Jesus. Father Michael, I have three things that I offer to you to think about um, daily as you live your life as a priest. First, to, to pray that God loves you where you are at this point, not where you hope to be in the future. This is for all of us, too. God loves us where we are now. That's where he encounters us in all our messiness, not where we hope to be. So we should never get discouraged if we're looking, if we see as Jesus wants us to see. Often what we see is, I don't know if I can do this. I'm too weak. I made a mistake. My life is a mess. That's not the way Jesus deals with us. And the priest has to teach this. But for us, we have to first live it. More important what we believe than what we do. God loves us where we are. The first question is, who is with me? Who is it that loves me each and every day? Who is here in the Eucharist? The second thing is to give thanks always. It's not what we do that's important, but what God is doing in our lives. And so we can pray always with Mary, that great Magnificat, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. The Almighty has done great things for me. And third is to always ask for the grace that we need. We cannot do anything in life alone. If, if we think that way, we will always fail. The prayer of St. John Vianney, when he was ordained a priest and went to serve in his parish, prayed something similar to this very daily, every day. Lord, grant me the conversion of my parish. I am willing to suffer whatever you wish for my entire life. But grant me the conversion of this parish that they will know how much you love them, how important you are to them. What the world sees today is perhaps indifference on the part of um, God. Perhaps the world does not see um, the reality of God's presence in the world. It's the job of the priest, the role of the priest, to restore their vision, to give them hope, to let them see themselves, not as they see themselves, but as the Lord sees. Let us pray today that Father Michael will be able to hide himself in the wounds of Jesus, to thank Jesus for the great gift every day of life that he's been received, that he may pray for the people that he serves, to forgive their sins, to feed them, and to heal them, and that he will know that he has been given the love of Jesus Christ to love all of us into heaven. God bless you, Father Michael. May your priesthood be fruitful. May God bless those who you serve as well. Amen. Lord, you are our light and salvation. 
We trust in your love for us, so in humble prayer we ask. For Francis, our Pope, and Michael, our Bishop, and all bishops, that they may be granted wisdom and courage to lead the flock placed in their care, we pray to the Lord. Lord, In thanksgiving for the vocation of Father Michael Schutz, we ask that each day he grow closer to Christ, the High Priest. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to the priesthood and religious life in the Diocese of Raleigh, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For the sick and suffering, may they come to know the healing of the Divine Physician. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our beloved dead, especially the deceased members of the Schutz and Stocko families, may they come to see God face to face. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, through the intercession of St. Joseph, we ask that these prayers may be heard through Christ our Lord. Amen. 